0: Hello, PodFam, and hello, Rachel. How are you tonight?
1: I'm good, Laura. How are you?
0: I'm good. I'm drinking a new tea this evening. It's called Nettle Greek Mountain, and it's an herbal tea, and I actually like it a lot more than I thought I would.
1: Wow. Yeah. Such it's such a dramatic name. That sounds like somewhere where we'd be like, we traveled here. It doesn't sound like a tea.
0: <laughs> yeah, and um, another name it goes by is like Mount Olympia Tea, mm-hmm. Mount Olympus Tea, It's supposed to have a lot of health benefits to it, but uh, overall for sipping, pretty good. Although it has like different kinds of like blossoms in it. And when I opened the bag, it looked like dandelion fluff and I thought it was like moldy. (laughs) So I had to look up a bunch of different pictures of this tea because it smelled fine. But I was just like, I don't know, it doesn't look right. (laughs) And they're like, no, no, it looks fluffy. It's fine. I'm like, okay.
1: (laughs) That's kind of how I felt when... um... I opened up, I think I was having it last week, the don't worry, be happy tea.
0: Yeah, with the chamomile.
1: Yeah, when I opened it up, I was like, that looks weird.
0: Like, it literally has full flowers in it. It's pretty. I
1: know. It's very pretty, but it does. it is a bit alarming when you're not used to seeing it. Yeah. And then you're like, I'm. am I going to be okay?
0: Yeah, but this is the thing about drinking, like, whole loose tea, right? You're really getting the real stuff. It's not that... Uh, leftover, overly processed, chopped up leave (laughs) that a lot of times comes in tea bags.
1: Fair enough. Well, the tea mascot is back this week. My little uh, ducky tea infuser. Love it. But I also have a new one that has the weirdest name ever, but it's actually really delicious. And it is maple cinnamon waffles, Ooh, which is a rooibos tea. Mm-hmm. And I think it um, has, like, a bit of maple sugar in it, which I don't know about you, but I, like, love maple sugar.
0: Yeah, it's so good. Anything maple. Can you tell we're Canadian? <laughs> we're like, yes. <laughs> maple. Yeah. Great. We love it. <laughs>
1: yeah. Like, I don't know if people have had it elsewhere, but you remember when you would go to, like, the little um, farmer's markets? They would have, like, the little maple leaf that was literally just pardoned maple sugar
0: yes i grew up in quebec and so every winter we would go to what we would call like the sugar shack and it was literally just this hut where they made maple syrup and so they would do it where they pour it on the snow and then you roll it up on the stick mm-hmm. oh, so good i might have I love to go it. might have to find a place this winter just to go do that
1: i love it well, that's um, pretty much exactly what this tea tastes like now that it's been brewing for a while. So I'm a big fan. 10 out of 10 tea choice, Laura, because you're the one who picked it out for me.
0: It just, I don't know, something about it. I was just like, Rachel will like this.
1: I kind of avoided it. Like I've I tried every other one that you had gotten me because I was like, okay, cookie dough. I can vibe with that. Where mm-hmm. when it was like waffles, I was like, what? I think if it just said maple cinnamon, I would have been like, great, let's go. Yeah, but it was the waffles where I was just like, is this gonna taste like a morning pastry? <laughs> so
0: is this tea breakfast.
1: <laughs> it's just like, I don't know, if this is the right one for me. But no, I'm glad that I got it. I feel like I'll be drinking this a lot during the Christmas season. So a follow up to our episode last week, I did get my Christmas decorations before the run on HomeSense happened. I'm really proud of myself
0: love that. hmm mm-hmm. kind of inspired me. I'm not doing anything about Christmas yet, but I'm thinking about it.
1: You know what? We are employed, working adults, Laura, and time goes by really freaking fast. Look how fast October went by. We got to start thinking about it now.
0: It's true. Because if, if we
1: don't, it's going to be November 24th, and then we've only got like four weeks, and then what do we do then?
0: This is true. I did organize the Christmas schedule the other night. Good, good. But that's as far as I've gotten. But that's like the hardest thing. Yeah. It's tough when you have significant others.
1: It really is. Christmas aside, because it's literally November 4th. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what are we going to be chatting about this evening? It seems like a bit of a mix of two of our core topics.
0: Yes, this one really is a blend of, I would say, one of our two favorite topics. Yeah. And that is friendship and money.
1: <sighs> it really does make our world go round, Laura.
0: Yes, it does. You need your people in your life and you need some funds in your life as well. And I think us even just starting to talk about the holidays coming up, this is definitely a time of the year where people do hang out a lot more. You know, you have family parties, you've got friend parties and work parties, lots of stuff Mm -hmm. going on. And I know for me personally, like especially in, in years when I was still in school or, you know, just starting out in the workforce, Christmas could be kind of hard on my wallet because, you know, I really wanted to do all the things with my friends and my family and, you know, buy them Christmas presents and that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, you know, I was just like, mm, you know, I, I'm really not in the financial position to be doing that. Mm-hmm. So I think that kind of just goes a little bit hand in hand with what we want to talk about tonight. We just kind of want to have a conversation about things that, that we can do or that we are currently doing just to spend time with your friends, nurture those relationships, but not break the bank. I think especially if any of our listeners are in like their early 20s, I feel like this would hit you the most mm-hmm. because I feel like that was the time, at least in my life personally, I was definitely living outside my means when it came to trying to keep up with my friends. Would you agree?
1: Oh yeah, definitely. And I kind of want to start the conversation off with a really good example because we have been talking about the holidays where this is a tradition that started with you and I, I think probably like four or five years ago, Mm -hmm. I think now, because we used to buy each other birthday presents and Christmas presents, right? Yeah. And I just remember eventually one year we picked up the phone and we were just like, all right, can we do this this year? And we both said no, like we were both in school. It's just not the time. And this started a tradition for us that we've held all throughout, whether it's like a holiday, a birthday or just a regular hangout where we just started to rotate hanging out at each other's places. Yeah. One thing we would always do was go get something quick from the grocery store that was maybe like $8.
0: Oh yeah, a whole meal for eight bucks.
1: Yeah, and it was like a whole meal and then we would just go back to yours and like maybe put on Netflix or something. And it was great. Like those are some of my favorite memories. So it's like, that's just a good example kind of running into that as something that started when we were in our early 20s, but has lasted.
0: Yeah. And, and let's just kind of go back to where you started with your story when we were at Christmas and birthday times where we had that discussion of, you know what, I just don't have extra cash. Right now, to exchange Christmas presents this year, that is something that I feel a lot of people will struggle with because there's like an underlying concern of, oh, well, you know, if my friend gets me a present, I need to get them a present, or you know, if we aren't getting each other presents, do we think of each other less? Do we love each other less? You know, insert whatever your concern is, and it is. Also, bearing your soul a little bit, and mm-hmm. that, okay, that might be dramatic for some people, but for a lot of people, it's not. When you have to admit that you just don't have extra cash, especially around the holiday time, when you know maybe your your family is a little bit more of a priority on on gift giving. So mm-hmm. that's kind of the first thing. Like, got to have the courage to bring up those concerns because you know a good friendship is not based on material goods. Mm -hmm. Or going out to concerts or whatever experience that costs a lot of money. A good friendship is built on trust and just mutual appreciation for each other. And I don't know if you have friends that get upset about that, then sorry, girl, you got to rethink your friends. Because I don't think those are the people who are going to be there for you if, you know, your life falls apart or, you know, shit hits the fan.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because like money, we don't love talking about it, but it is something that it's integral to all of our lives. Like it's literally what makes all of our worlds go round. That if you don't have somebody in your life that can support the objectives or the goals or the position that you're in when it comes to your finances, that's not
0: a very good
1: relationship for you to have in your life. That is literally a core pillar of your existence. Exactly. Like it doesn't just have to be around the holidays or birthdays. And I always think of um, an example. Obviously, you've seen friends. Mm -hmm. Rachel, Joey and Phoebe are sitting down with uh, Ross and Monica, there was like a lot of discomfort around them because Ross and Monica made more money. And there's like this whole episode about how uncomfortable Rachel, Joey, and Phoebe were because they kept getting drawn into these situations where they had to spend a lot more money because Ross and Monica wanted to. And it was an episode where they had to have that conversation. You know, sometimes it feels like you're disregarding the fact that we're not in the same financial position as you.
0: Mm-hmm. And that that is kind of a reality for a lot of people. Like, great if you and your friends all make the same amount of money, have the same expenses, same values, and same tastes, you know. Yeah. Maybe you would notice less of a, a discrepancy if it came up. But in the real world, you know, you're going to have friends that have more than you, you're going to have friends that have possibly less. And Mm -hmm. it's all about being respectful of what people have. And, you know, if you want to be with them and and hang out, it's, it's something you do have to take into consideration. One thing that I think is really popular uh, would be, you know, a friend who always wants to go out to eat or go out to a club or go to concerts. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, yeah, maybe once a month, these things aren't very expensive, but if this is your weekly hangout,
2: mm-hmm. like
0: that that's a lot of money. like now you're you're talking potentially hundreds of dollars every month that some people might not have to spare.
1: Yeah, no, I definitely think that this exists a lot in university settings as well because there's such a diversity in the backgrounds that students come from because, you know, there's people who have no support and have student loans and they have to work essentially full-time while they're studying and then there's somebody who their education is totally paid for and they have an allowance that they live off of. University is one of those places where those people come together a lot
2: right. because
1: yeah. it's a shared experience where you're all going through the same stuff together. And I find that the separation of quote unquote classes, I don't really want to use that word, but I think people will understand what I'm talking about. That separation, I didn't really find it existed as much when I was in school. So a lot of friends from different backgrounds come together, right? Right. Mm -hmm. And that's just one of those cases that really highlights that you might have somebody who, you know, it's not necessarily that they couldn't go for dinner once a month, but maybe the fact is that they have to work like six days a week anyway, just in order to pay their tuition and pay their rent. So whether it's financial or time-wise, they just can't be there.
0: Yeah, no, that's definitely a valid point that you just bring up there. It's the cost of time where to do stuff with your friends, it does take time. And like you said, if that was time that you were spending working in order to pay for that, you know, you're you're kind of in a catch-22 a little mm-hmm. bit where you want to spend time with your friends, but you got to work. But in order to spend time with your friends, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like it's it's just kind of a bit of a battle that's going back yeah. and forth.
1: Yeah. And, you know, going back to the cost of time as well, maybe we can look at it where it's not always financial. I can't remember exactly which episode we talked about this in, but we've definitely talked about it before. There is the other factor too, where there's only so much time that you have in a day as well, mm-hmm. where you're working a nine to five job. is more like eight to six thirty in my view.
0: <laughs> yeah, because by the time you get to work, get ready for work, come home.
1: <laughs> yeah. So say like you're working from eight to six thirty and then you need to exercise, you need to cook dinner. You need to, I don't know, walk your dog, something like that. And then on the weekends, say you have like a passion project that you're doing that that's the only time you have to work on it. That kind of draws in as well, where it's not always just a financial thing when it comes to finding ways to hang out with your friends. It's also that cost of what do you have to sacrifice in one area to make room for this, where I find there's some beauty in merging your friendships with those touch points in your life where you kind of hit two birds with one stone. Mm-hmm. One thing that I really liked to do was um, hiking. Yes. Right? Because then you are having great quality time with your friends. It's free and you're getting your exercise in.
0: I think you just said it right there where it's great if you can group some of your activities and your friendships into one thing because then that brings more enjoyment for those activities sometimes. You know, if, if you and your friends all really enjoy painting and let's say every Friday night you get together and paint,
2: mm-hmm.
0: right? Like there's there's your passion, there are your friends. I think that's a great way just to try and um, fit everything in. However, mm-hmm. for the person who you know, is working, has their, their stuff going on and is feeling pressure to hang with their friends. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes, you know, we go through waves in our life where it's just, it's really hard to maintain Mm -hmm. friendships, especially the more you get working and then you get into, you know, a romantic relationship, you get into kids and, and everything that kind of goes as you get older, it -hmm. does get harder and harder. Yes. To maintain friendships. And I think you can't beat yourself up. No. If, let's say in university, we I know we've definitely talked about this before, where, you know, you are literally with your friends mm-hmm. probably like minimum five days a week. Like whether you're in classes together, hanging out together, studying together, whatever. Mm-hmm. But then when you all go your separate ways and you're not in that melting pot of people. Yes. Anymore then it gets hard because you're all on your own different path. And I think that was that's a pretty hard transition going from like that, like all or nothing phase. Yeah. And yeah, you just, you can't get too hard on yourself because things change. Yeah, and, right. you know, you and your friends need to both recognize that. And mm-hmm. some people will fall to the wayside, but mm-hmm. others, you know, people who truly love you and, and want to be in your life, you know, they're not going to be offended if you don't call them every day. Or, you know, if you've, you haven't you have seen each other in six months to a year, you still know that person is in your life.
2: hmm
0: And then when you are together, it can be so much more meaningful.
2: Mm-hmm. So,
0: you know, if you're someone who's going through that transition right now, don't feel like you're doing something wrong and letting down those friendships. I think mm-hmm. that's when you really discover who your true friends are.
2: Mm-hmm
0: because they're going to stick by you no matter what.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And I think a nice summary for that that really rounds it out is that it seems like the financial cost or the actual monetary cost as you get older, it it diminishes. Yes. Where the cost of time increases the older that we get.
0: Yes. Yeah, that is very key. Because that's so true, right? Like when we're younger we've got plenty of time. We don't have kids normally. We don't have high demanding jobs. Yet we don't have any money. But then as we get older, you know, we've got kids, we've got houses and mortgages to pay. Mm-hmm. But we're also working, you know, high demanding jobs that take away our time. So,
2: mm-hmm.
0: that is definitely a valid point that you're mm-hmm. making. But let's let's go back a little bit to peer pressure in friendships. And I think this is definitely like that university mid-twenties issue, especially when it comes to, like, going out and clubbing,
2: Mm -hmm. you know?
0: Because I I remember, like, when (laughs) I was in university, there were, like, some times where I'm pretty sure I went out every weekend. I know you were the same, Rachel. Like, we were always out doing stuff, and I'm just looking back. I'm like, how did I afford any of this? Like, it's not like – like, I think I had a part-time job Mm -hmm. in university, but, like (laughs) – It's not like I had extra money laying around. So I'm just like, wow, like I had such a little disregard.
1: Well, you see, Laura, what you were doing (laughs) was instead of, you know, going to the grocery store and using the money that you would have that you spent on the bar on more variety than rice, ground beef and some (laughs) green peppers, uh, you just bought the rice, ground beef and green pepper (laughs) and the rest of it went to the club.
0: That is true. I do recall yeah. on that same time period, I ate only rice. <laughs> yep. So,
1: yep. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that was just like, you know, I, I was so caught up because I was on different like sports teams and that, that kind of stuff. And I was just so caught up with being with my friends and, you know, if they were all going out, well, you know, we were all going out. Yes. So, you know, it didn't matter that I maybe only had $20 to my name. <laughs> Um
1: you made those 20 dollars last across the weekend.
0: Exactly. Like I'm not sure how I did it, but I certainly stretched stretched my dollars, that's for sure. But my big fear about not going was really FOMO, like fear of missing out, right? I didn't want to miss out on the good times, I didn't want to miss out on the memories. And you know, there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But now, knowing what I know and going through what I've experienced, I probably would have turned down some of those outings because it's not like – like, some of them weren't that special, mm-hmm. right? Like, if you're going to a bar every Saturday night, they all kind of blend together. Yeah, eventually. like, the,
1: you don't remember, really.
0: No, like, like I can't recall the difference between, you know, a Saturday in November and, I, and a Saturday in February, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it all just kind of was like, oh, well, we – did that a bunch of times. So I don't know, whatever happened, that doesn't really stand out in my memory. Mm-hmm. But now as like an, okay, okay, an older adult, when I do want to like hang out with my friends and whether it's something that is a bit of an investment or not, mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot more effort and thoughtfulness that goes into it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so then like, these are good times that I really do remember. And this one's a bit extreme because it was a major financial investment, but we planned it for a year was us going on a trip. Yes. Right? Where a hundred nights going out to clubs would never come close Mm -hmm. to us going on a trip together. I agree. And just to bring the financial aspect back into it, I'm not saying people need to go on a trip with their friends, Mm -hmm. Um, but just think of it more that way. You know, if there's something that you and your friends really want to do, plan for it. You know, it, Not everything has to happen in an instant, especially if you're all working towards that goal to, I don't know, go to a Taylor Swift concert mm-hmm. that's three mm-hmm. months away, right? But you yeah. all want to get like the platinum seats. Mm-hmm. Then you have time. And you know what? You're going to have an amazing time once you get to that concert or whatever you want to go do. So that's like one tip I kind of have is it, it really – okay, so wow. so overdone, but it really is quality over quantity.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So that's that's one thing. If you're going to spend money, be mindful about it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think making dinner together at home is so underrated. One, oh, it's yeah. more affordable. Two, you can actually talk to each other because, you know, some places it's so loud that you can't even hear anything.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: save that extra $40 that you would have spent going out for dinner
2: mm-hmm.
0: and put that towards like, hey, maybe you guys are going to go like – do a weekend somewhere. Like you're going to get an Airbnb, go on a little road trip. So that's definitely a great option. I can already hear people saying like, oh, but like, that's not special. Like we want to go out and do something special. And I'm going to share something that like my boyfriend and I, we do with our friend group. We go over to each other's places for dinner or just a party, like, you know, and just hang out, whatever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But we do themed parties, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: right? We just make it fun. And really, when you think about it, it's just another ordinary night. We're doing the same thing that we would be doing if we went out to a bar.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But instead, we're sitting in someone's home. We're comfortable. You mm-hmm. know, if someone needed to crash there, that's an option. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe we're all dressed up. Mm-hmm. Or maybe we're having a certain type of like, let's say we're having like an Italian night. So mm-hmm. everyone has to bring something like that's an Italian cuisine.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? You, like you can get creative without having to go out to an Italian restaurant or go out to a club for for Halloween. I think there's just a big opportunity, especially now that we're coming out of COVID lockdowns. Yeah. You know, I know a lot of people who really aren't rushing back into the clubs or rushing back into restaurants. Mm -hmm. So you can just create the exact same experience at at a friend's house and you just take turns hosting.
1: No, I love that because it's just like, you know what, you're going to have way more fun doing that than going to a loud bar where you can't even really do anything because you're packed in like sardines
0: yeah so much more and like you know you can't even hear the people anyway so it's like are you actually hanging out and having meaningful conversations probably not
1: most likely not i can list out a lot of meaningful conversations that i've had at house parties or you know if you throw it back to university the pre-games I can tell you lots of experiences from those kind of events, but could I tell you anything that happened when you actually made it out? No, because it wasn't memorable. If anything, I was just annoyed the whole time because you can't even dance because there's like 200 more people than the capacity of that place can actually hold.
0: Yeah. And then there's the stress of getting home where if you're hanging out at someone's house or your house, you're already home.
1: (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we've talked about the difficulties of having that conversation. We've talked about peer pressure, and we've talked about making the time with your friends special. Mm -hmm. But do you think we can summarize some ideas for our listeners that are inexpensive ways to spend time with their friends?
0: Yeah, I think so. Like, I think we've already mentioned a lot of great ones here. Obviously, like, my favorite is taking turns hosting dinner. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, both of you go to the grocery store and split the grocery bill and then make it together, right? Like super cheap, super affordable, usually a healthier option Mm -hmm. than even if you were to just get like takeout somewhere. And then, you know, like you said, going for hikes Mm -hmm. or finding activity, like hiking is free in most places, you know, going for a walk.
1: Mm -hmm. Snowshoeing as well in the wintertime.
0: Yeah. And that's how you mix it up, right? Like in the summertime, go biking, go hiking. Mm -hmm. And then in the wintertime, you got snowshoes, you have cross country skiing.
1: Yeah. And like, you know, with the snowshoeing, maybe you have to rent some, but that's not an astronomical price. And then, you know, you get to have a good conversation with your friends because you're in a quiet space and it's lovely. And one that I actually wanted to mention that was really fun, especially for our listeners that maybe they don't live in the same city as their friends. And this was something that you and I did recently. Start a TV show together and if you have to like buy the seasons, just split it down the middle.
0: Yeah. This is our One Tree Hill yeah. binging <laughs> marathon that we're doing together yet separate. And yeah. yeah, like like it's just we will watch the shows and then we'll like either be on the phone with each other talking about the episode mm-hmm. or, you know, we'll have a recap of, of where we're both at and what we think and and that. And that's kind of been fun because mm-hmm. like, my boyfriend, it's very hard to find a show that we both enjoy and want to binge together because, okay, I watch shows like One Hill. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> See, like- my boyfriend will come up behind me and he'll hear them say something just absolutely cheesy and ridiculous in the show and he'll start laughing and I'm just like, how dare you disrespect Nathan that way?
0: oh my god right and like okay i have the worst luck it doesn't matter okay because we we did the outlander we're on one tree hill now there are some sex scenes that happen yeah. in the show yeah and my boyfriend without a doubt i don't know if it's like a sense that he gets yeah. but he always happens to walk in the room <laughs> and he's just like laura why are you always watching a porno <laughs> See? He's like, every show you watch has so much sex in it, and I'm like, yeah. no, not really. It's just when you walk in the room.
1: <laughs> so yes, when you're kind of long distance splitting a TV show, and if there is like a cost, because like One Tree Hill does not exist anywhere,
0: does not exist it- on platforms. We had to get Apple, but like I watch that show show so much that if I own it, I'm like perfectly happy. Oh, it, will, yeah. it will not go to waste. <laughs>
1: It considering what the price was, it's like totally worth it. Yes. And it's, it's it's just fun because especially when you are an adult and you get more entrenched in your lives and stuff, sometimes like it is hard to maybe find a connection point mm-hmm. all the time to talk about where this is something where there's always something built in that you can connect with your friends on.
0: Yeah, I really so. like that point that you just made. Like it's, it's something where you can relate. Mm-hmm come together on. That's a really good point. Yeah. And um, okay, let's also talk about some things like because I feel like some people will be like, yeah, well, we're tired of hanging out at home. We've been doing that for the yeah. past few years. Yes, that's we hear fair. you. We understand. We all have been. Go out and check your community because I've been seeing like a lot of events start popping mm-hmm. up. Like, you know, there's like music in the park. There's like a free class night or a talk that's going on or, you know, a book club. So there's lots of things that are happening that you can plan to do with your friends. And I think the community center is like a really good starting spot because I know Rachel something we did back when we were living in the same town. We went swimming. Mm -hmm. and What did that cost us? $3.75.
1: If that. To be honest, I don't remember spending any money on it at all.
0: Yeah. Like I think we we had change in our pockets and they're like, yeah, that's good. I think it was like $3.25 even. Like it was super cheap. But... Mm -hmm that was like an hour long plus hangout Mm -hmm. for us that we, you know, we're both not (laughs) great swimmers, but it was something we were kind of working on together to improve and and get a little stronger at it.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, springing off of that too, just exercising together in general is fantastic.
0: Yeah. And I know we talked about that in last week's episode of just the motivation is great when you have someone to do it with you and hold you accountable.
1: Mm -hmm. For example, I remember, I think it was, I don't even know how long ago it was, but you had started doing like the run club
0: thing. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. And it was just something where we would meet two or three times a week and we would do a 30-minute run together, which was awesome. Didn't cost us anything. We got outside, hung out together, great but then also going into the fact that you know people kind of want to go out into society again too you know maybe you join a yoga studio together Mm -hmm. and you go to your classes together because then you're getting your exercise and you're spending time with your friends and you know the cost kind of equalizes
0: yeah that's true so for anyone who keeps a budget on entertainment and lifestyle then there you go there's something that can be Mm -hmm. split across and um Yeah, like that, that run club was fantastic because it was free. It was put on by the Y -hmm. and I remember at the end of it, we got to do like a little 5k race and it was with the group of people that we had been running with. So we, you know, we kind of met new people. So there's lots out there, people like you just have to look and get creative because after a while, like the whole restaurant thing gets old and the clubbing thing that gets really old, especially when you're, when you're pushing 30, um, it's not really your like number one place you feel like going on a Friday night. Just a heads up for anyone who is younger.
1: You have one drink and you feel like you're gonna die. Oh my God. You know, for those of you that do really like the restaurant atmosphere or kind of that feeling of a restaurant, like to each their own, but as well, something that again, we do that's not quite the restaurant, but like a similar vibe where we're going to get something to, you know, have a little drink. Is honestly go get a coffee together and go for a drive. Go for a walk Oh my God, that's – yeah.
0: (laughs) Okay. Sometimes that's not the most economical because gas is stupid expensive right now. But when it was like not expensive. Yeah. um, Yeah. Like we would go for – we'd grab coffee or a dessert and go for a drive. Mm
2: -hmm. And
0: then we'd but we would do like park in a parking lot and just chat for like an hour.
1: Yeah. Or literally just go buy the coffee and then sit in the parking lot.
0: Yeah. In, yeah in really. don't even have hour. to drive. Yeah. yeah. We, we, we go sing in the car, you know.
1: <laughs> exactly. And like, you know what? I know people are going to, you know, we're millennials with our $5 coffee. You know yeah. what? Like, if that's what you're doing, instead of the $25 entree that's not even that good, take the coffee.
0: Yeah. You're already like, ahead.
1: It's still pretty inexpensive, especially if you go to like a local shop that – does not charge an arm and a leg for a chai tea latte.
0: Mm-hmm, <laughs> Starbucks. <clears throat>
1: yeah, so honestly, getting a nice little coffee and sitting in a parking lot, it's a good time. Don't knock it until you try it.
0: Yep, yeah. I'm kind of into it, the idea of, of having a book club. You just need some people, like you don't even, it doesn't cost you anything. I mean, unless you had to buy the book, but that's why libraries exist and eBooks.
1: Mm-hmm, no, I really like that idea. That's a really good idea. Do mm-hmm. you want to start a book club?
0: Yeah, let's start a book club.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We can have like a podcast book club.
0: Oh, my God. Okay. We'll have to tell people what we're reading. But do we have to read the same book? I guess technically a book club, you read the same book and then you discuss the book.
1: Oh, my God. We'll talk. We'll talk.
0: This is a great idea. All right. Well, I'm reading the Bridgerton collection right now.
1: All right. right. I was reading something
0: really deep before.
1: I was about to say you're reading some quality in-depth fiction there. Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) Expands the mind. (laughs) I feel challenged. (laughs) I'm just, okay, I'm not going to lie. This whole year, I don't know why. Maybe it was like when the Bridgerton TV show came out, but I've really been enjoying like the Regency types of books where it's like that like 1800s society.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: I've read so many different genres that are like up that alley. I'm really enjoying it.
1: Are you feeling intellectually stimulated?
0: No. (laughs) (laughs) Not really, but I'm reading. You know, I'm reading for fun. Okay, not everything has to be work and difficult and thought provoking. I've read a lot of complicated, high level books in my life. I just want something fun. All right, I work hard.
1: You got a complicated job. It's fine. I
0: do. I read. I read financial literature all day every day. I sometimes just want to read my smutty Bridgerton book. Okay, (laughs) leave me alone.
1: I completely understand. It's all right. Thanks. I accept you. I did the same. Thank you. Inexpensive ways to hang out with your friends, guys. They exist.
0: Yeah, you just have to get creative.
1: And, you know, remember that there's the cost of money and the cost of time. And there are ways where you can minimize both.
0: Absolutely. And with that, live like tea.
1: Live like tea.